a comedy show. It's called Susunu Denpa Shonen. It means a life of prizes. You could say that, or you could say they've just tortured him for months and broadcast it on national television. <laughs> the star of this comedy show is Nasubi. He's naked. Right. Be careful of the gas burner. That's I what I'll say. <laughs> Too good to be true crime. We're back for another episode. Myself and Austin, Austin say hello once more. Hey everyone. We are in the same room as each other. And I know we say that quite a lot on the podcast, but normally you're in New York and right. I'm in London. But here we are again. Give me a high five, buddy. We're in Japan. We're in Japan. This is our season of our podcast in Japan. It won't be every episode will be in Japan, will it? Just while we're here. Sort of kicking off the season in Japan, yeah, right? Yeah, recording some pods here. Um, but exciting because... Not only are we in Japan, we've also been in South Korea, haven't we? Yeah, we went to Busan. Busan, wasn't that cool? It was really something we sort of got off the ship and tried, you know, when... Because we're on a cruise ship, aren't yes. we? We should say that. We're on, a, we're on tour. Our day job is we're in a band together. We do the podcast because we, we enjoy tr uh, true crime, but we're in a band together as well. The band is called Unity. Maybe something special coming up on the next episode in relation to that. And so we're on a tour um, of Japan and we went to South Korea. I don't know how many of our listeners have been on cruise ships, but it's always a unique experience. Every ship is different, every yeah. country is different, and sometimes you pull up to a port and you're right there in the center of the city, you can just sort of walk walk into, you know, right into downtown, and sometimes we do our research before we get to these cities, Yeah. and sometimes we just decide to wing it. Yeah. And so when we were in Busan, we sort of, said, well, let's just kind of walk off the ship and see what we can walk to. And we walked <laughs> for what felt like hours, didn't it? <laughs> we really wanted to find like some authentic South Korean cuisine. And we walked through a few places. And for us as you know, a British person, as an American, a lot of that food is quite foreign to us. It's quite, uh, for me and you, it's quite exciting. Another member of our band said, I don't think I'll be joining you on any of this, uh, on any yeah. of this cuisine, but we really wanted to find like an authentic Korean place. And um, it's hard, especially when none of the signs are in English. Yeah. It's really hard to know what, what you're getting, what you're going to. And then even sometimes you get in there and the whole menu's in, in a language that just looks like hieroglyphics to us English speakers. So we're just kind of guessing and doing our best. And also in relation to that, we are lucky that Garrett, who's in the band with us, he's got that app on his phone that yeah. if, he, if he holds his phone up to a menu, you, it, it translate, translates it immediately to English, so that was a real help. That's been a game changer. And then we found ourselves in a, in a market, didn't we? Now, a market in the UK, to me, is like, you can, you can, get, you can get food there, but it's all, all different kind of trinkets and bits yeah. and pieces. And we saw the food market, and, and literally, as we turned, and there was loads of fish in a bucket, wasn't there? Live fish, live, live octopus. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, okay, it's fresh. That's probably going to taste quite nice. And as we were looking... As we were looking at it, the guy that ran the little market stall grabbed a live fish with his hand. And this fish was a good foot in length, wasn't it? He grabbed it, grabbed the head, and literally just ripped the head off in front of us and then started washing the fish. That took me by surprise. As if it was a pencil, as he if he just snapped just a pencil. Just snapped a pencil. Yeah. Like, I was so surprised. And I was like, and I know it's a cultural thing. I'm, I'm not used, I don't know about Manhattan. I'm, I'm not used to seeing that no, at, no. at all. And I was, I was fascinated by it i was like that that now someone's gonna just buy the the beheaded fish yeah that that dude has just literally snapped with his own fair hands yeah. then we went into um what would be i guess classed as a more 
um, you know, touristy area. We caught a taxi into, a taxi into in. the center city, Busan. Yeah, ate some Korean food, which mm. was lovely, wasn't it? Very fried, because I'm, I'm vegetarian. I was going to shorten it to veggie, and then I said Tarian, and it came out <laughs> as vegetarian. I'm vegetarian. We'll leave it there. We didn't experience any crime, thankfully. On episode one of our second season, you taught us a lot about the comedy scene in Japan. Yeah. And it's not all fun and games. Mm. Our story today is about a comedy show. It's called Susunu Denpa Shonen. It's had a few seasons, but there's one in particular that is like sort of the most infamous, right? Right. So it was on a TV station called Nippon TV. Yep. And this show, it had a laugh track and everything. It was a comedy. Yep. And it averaged 17 million viewers every episode in 1998. That is a, that, uh, before streaming. Yes. Before cable. 17 million. It was a massive, massive hit. So this was a game show. It's, we're, we're in 1998. Applicants applied for this game show not really knowing what the game show was. They would have been comedians that you know were applying to be on a, a mystery game show. Got ya, got ya. And, and they sort of narrowed it down to 20 applicants. Yeah. But they finally landed on a guy named Tomoaki Hamatsu. Nice pronunciation. Thank you. Well done. That was his real name. Okay. But they called him Nasubi. Right, that was his like, stage name. That translates to like the monster. I'll like first that. translate it into British, and okay. then you can tell me in the American English what Nasubi translates okay. to. In British English, Nasubi translates to aubergine. Oh. So what is that in American English? I think that's eggplant. It's eggplant. Which is strange, because yeah. there's no egg in it. The star of this comedy show yeah. is Nasubi. Okay. There's two reasons why people speculate he's called Nasubi, and one of them is more G-rated, which is that his face is very long and it's shaped like an eggplant. I was literally just gonna say because his head's like an aubergine. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> so it's quite an insulting nickname. Yeah, well, yeah, it's not but a he flattering calls it himself. nickname. It was not given to him by himself. Okay. It was given to him by the producers of this show. I'll tell you the other reason he's named eggplant later on in the story. Yeah. All right, it's gonna be a good one. The show Susunu Denpashonen. It means a life of prizes. A life of prizes. That nice. sounds wonderful. Yeah. It's got a laugh track on it. It's supposed to be a comedy. Yeah. There would be a 10-minute episode that was shared every Sunday. Okay. They would air like just a little 10-minute thing yeah. of, of Susuno Denpa Shonen. Like a teaser. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So Nasubi, he, he wins a part on the show, and they bring him to an apartment. Mm. Just, a, just a regular a flat, yep. if you will. Yep. And he is given nothing except for a bunch of envelopes, a rack of magazines, water, and a gas burner. Okay. So it's almost like being stranded on a desert island except you're on a flat, right? Okay. When he arrived in the room, they asked him to take all of his clothes off. Oh. So he's naked. Right. Be careful of the gas burner, that's I what know. I'll say. <laughs> so imagine you're a comedian. Oh, I, finally, I think I might get my big break. I've made it onto a game show. I've made it onto a comedy show. He gets there. They put him in this room, and they make him get naked. And he's nude. At this point, it's sort of par for the course. He's probably not that surprised that they're asking him to do yeah. something crazy, like he's take all of his it. clothes yeah. off. A life of prizes. In order to get out of this apartment, he has to enter magazine sweepstakes until he wins one million yen. She's got to work up to uh, like, like win little things and then eventually 
win one million yen to get him out. If there was a sweepstakes in one of the magazines that was a million yen, he could enter that. So he could do he could do that first off if he wanted to. He could, but he had to either win a million yen or like prizes to equal one million yen. I've got right? it. I've got so it. So his way out of this room is to just enter magazine sweepstakes. That's wow. essentially the the whole point of the game. He's given nothing, not even food. So he has to win food. Yeah, he has to win everything except for what he started with, which was envelopes, magazines water and a gas burner he doesn't have a bed he doesn't have anything so everything he needs to survive he has to win he has to win they give him the very basic yeah as in water so he won't die yep but no food mm -hmm. no clothes a gas burner what strange thing to have i suppose because if he gets food it, it's something to heat it up with yeah oh that's interesting it's all being filmed it's all being filmed okay. at the beginning he didn't even know when this would air Okay. So he knows he's being filmed, but you know, a typical TV show gets filmed and then they edit it and then they air it later on. So yeah. he's just under the assumption it's going to be like every other game show like yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. So not too much. Not too much in the grand scheme of things. It's not like having to win a million dollars. Yeah. Nine thousand dollars. Yeah. Well, that's nothing, right? That's yeah. pocket <laughs> change. For 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 wealthy podcasters like me and you, it's I've got, pocket change. I've got that on me right now. <laughs> so his first priority was to cover himself with clothes. Yeah. He's on. He's he's being filmed. Yeah. You know? yeah fair enough. His first contest, he applied for an apron, but he did not win it. <laughs> He's got to be gutted straight away. I don't want to tell you how long this goes on for, but the guy stays naked for pretty much the whole time. Oh, that's got to be embarrassing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Or maybe, for him, quite liberating. He goes like he goes 12 days before he even wins any food. 12 days? Sorry, I was just taking a sip of I... my coffee then, and I literally <laughs> spat it out. 12 days? See, I thought as humans we can only survive for about five days. He must have been weak as fuck he, at that point. He lost a lot of weight. Yeah. Yeah, and not just in those 12, I mean, uh, uh, throughout the course of this game show, he lost a lot of weight. After this cruise, I might do it, just <laughs> to drop the pounds that I've put on eating the pizza every lunchtime. <laughs> so he's just doing as many applications as he can. In the first month, he does 5,748 applications oh, in one month. Oh my God, I'm surprised. If he's that hungry, I'm surprised he can even focus on yeah. even filling any forms in. You're right, yeah. Yeah, okay. 5,000 the first month. After he sends them in, all he can do is wait, right? So, like, these are actual magazine sweepstakes. Yeah. They're not fake ones, so it's actually the timeline of what, in 1998, what's the timeline of having to mail in an envelope yeah. and, and all, all of that stuff. So he's, Days, weeks. Yeah, so he's playing by, by the, the real rules here. And so, it, yes, in one month, he, su he submits 5,000 applications and just is waiting, waiting for notifications. Um, he would get a phone call, the phone would ring, misdialed number, it's not actually for him. Within the first month, there was a, there was a knock at the door. Yeah. And he opens the door, it's a ramen delivery guy. Here's your delivery, it's this much. He didn't have any cash. The ramen delivery boy went to the wrong apartment. So it's Poor funny, God, yeah. He's teasing you. I know, I know. And oh. then you can just imagine, like, you I know. I feel sorry for this dude. Well, yeah, well, yeah, but it's a comedy, Rich, all right? Yeah, There's okay, a laugh fine. track to remind you that this is funny. <laughs> right, because okay. he's, he's naked, so we're just laughing at that anyway. After 12 days, he wins pods of fiber jelly. Have you ever heard of fiber jelly? Do you know what that is? Is that when, is that like a sort of some kind of protein? Yeah. Like what the sportsmen have, like a bit of extra energy like yeah. during the games. It's, yeah, it's okay. some kind of food. I've never yeah. had yeah. fiber some, jelly. Some kind of nutrient. That, yeah. yeah. The, the specific brand was Kikoman, which I think Kikoman is the, is the soy sauce that I have Ooh. in my fridge. So you may have seen that brand before Kikoman, but he won, uh, he won Kikoman fiber jelly pods. Okay. And then his second prize was five kilos of rice. Okay, so he's, he, can, he can load up on that. 
Yeah. Except he doesn't have a pot to cook the rice in. So it's not cooked at all. Oh, it's just no. the hard rice. It's just the oh. hard rice. So he eats some of the uncooked rice and stuff. What can he do? He's, you know. Yeah. He doesn't even have a pot to cook it in. Eventually, he finds out that he can use the container for the fiber jelly to cook the rice in. Industrious. Yeah, so he is getting industrious with like heating up certain things. I think at one point he used a, a ballpoint pen as a sort of a skewer to cook something. Yeah. So he's, yes, he's getting creative. Yeah. But, um, He's always like super grateful for every prize that he wins, yeah. even if it's a little bit useless. And it sort of becomes, a, obviously it becomes a part of the show of each episode, is he gonna win something? Yeah. And he does a big, huge victory dance whenever he wins. Yeah. And so, you know, that, that, would be, uh, that would be the highlight for any of the viewers. Yeah. He started in January of 1998. And by February, he has won 1,000 yen. Okay. He's won some body soap and some canned spaghetti. Once again, doesn't have a can opener. Oh, so he can't open it. Can't do much with the canned spaghetti. Yeah, he's constantly throwing it against the wall, hoping it's going to smash open. Yeah. Eat it cold off the floor. And he has to strategize this thing, right? And so his first priority was to get clothed, but he's obviously, he needs to get food as well so yeah. he can freaking survive. Yeah. But his way out of this whole thing is to win a monetary value. Yeah. So it really is a bit of a game of strategy yeah. for him. What what should I do? How do I how do I make it through this? You know. Yeah, I need to not die, but I also need to earn money. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. That's my life, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After thirty-eight thousand entries, he made it halfway. He made it halfway to his goal. How long has this been? Thousand. I was going to let you guess. So he's halfway through, and he's he's halfway to his money goal. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess a while. I'm gonna guess a few months, three months, six, six months. After six months, he makes it halfway to his goal. Is there any windows in this room? Yeah. Oh, right. So he's getting natural light. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's right. So oh god. So he's not had any interaction with any humans other than maybe someone delivering something to him. Yeah, that's right. And he's made half of his money, and it's taken him six months. He's been naked. He's, he's been he's naked been, for six know, months. Practically malnourished, and yeah. God, it's, and this is just purely for the purposes of an, an entertainment on a TV show. He's a comedian, man. This is his big break. Okay. It's, do you think he's making jokes all the time? Uh, he's like constantly looking at his penis, making <laughs> jokes about it and stuff. <laughs> I mean, I've seen some clips of the show, but of course I can't understand what he's saying. Yeah, fair enough. I will say that he is very, very animated. He's okay. very over the top. Right. You okay. know, it's, it's really wild to watch. So by the six month point, he's won a bicycle which isn't much use no, to him. No. He figures out how exercise. to Yeah, he figures out how to like turn it into a stationary bike. Right. But, okay. But like still like what's a bicycle going to do yeah. for you if you're stuck in a um in And an he's apartment? literally got no energy to do any exercise anyway. So, yeah. yeah. He won a pair of used panties that didn't fit. <laughs> <laughs> he won a stuffed seal and he named it. Right. And and he begins to it's his Wilson, like cast. I was gonna say it's like that. It's proper survival techniques, isn't it? It's oh like yeah. He needs to he needs to create a friend for himself and he just does. to have something to interact with because yeah. you're gonna go crazy. Yeah, and at first he sort of like pretends that it's like a. Uh, I think he pretends that it was like a teacher or something like that. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. yeah. After after months and months, it, yeah. the 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 line between reality and and imagination sort of gets blurred. I for can him. imagine. He won a 14-inch TV. Which you can't plug in. He could plug it in, but he didn't have satellite for it, so it just showed static. Yeah. 
and he won a toothbrush and toothpaste. Okay, so his teeth are not going to fall out. Well, his breath yeah. must have been horrific, I though, know. to be honest, up to that point. I'm surprised he got any teeth left. I know, and his bed head, too. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's probably got like, long hair, long beard. His pubes are out of control. <laughs> By six months, this show is so fucking popular. The paparazzi figure out where his apartment is. Right. They figure out where he is. So it's been it's been on air at this point then. Yes. He but but remember he didn't know he he's not been given any information about the airing. So right, he doesn't right. know it's been aired. But yeah, ten minute ten minute summaries have aired every single Sunday for six months. Wow. And it's become wildly popular. Yeah. Back in 1998, it's kind of astonishing that the the public or the paparazzi was able just from these ten minute live streams yeah. to figure out what apartment he's in. Yeah, yeah. So the producers don't want him to be interacting with the paparazzi, right? The, the whole point is to keep him isolated. They're outside the window shouting up for him, that kind of thing. Yeah. So they blindfold him. Oh, God, poor guy. I feel sorry for him. And they move him to another apartment, and they tell him it's so that he has better luck. Right, okay. Right? Uh, we, we think you'll get more lucky if we move you somewhere else. So. I mean, he's still filling in magazine slips. How's that going to change? Every it? single day. Yeah. Every single day. That's all he can do. Yeah. Um, they moved him in the middle of the night. They blind. Right. They bust in in the middle of the night, blind. Bag over the head. Yeah, and move them like you know, basically uh, to an identical room. Right. So this is the six month point, right? Okay. And it's, things have sort of bubbled over because the paparazzi's found him. They had to move him. Yeah. And so, whereas before it was just a ten minute summary that was shared every night, at this six month point, they start live streaming. Right. Okay. This is the, the technology has advanced itself, and so now they have the yeah. ability to live stream on the internet. Yeah. Early days internet? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It, like the, the live stream quality is pretty crap, but this is one of the very first and most popular live streams. Right, okay. Yeah, this is early, early days. Yeah. But since it was live streamed and he was naked, yeah. they had to cover him yeah. with something. So they would use a sort of a joystick yeah. and move it across the screen wherever he went. And that joystick was, was moving an eggplant. <laughs> to cover him. So that's the other reason that he's that's named that. That's eggplant. Yeah. yeah. So now someone has to like sit at the at a computer and move this joystick across the screen as he walks throughout the uh, throughout the apartment and 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 cover up his 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 eggplant. Imagine applying for that job or seeing that job advertised. Yeah, what I know. The, what would the <laughs> advert read? Looking for someone to move an aubergine over someone's penis <laughs> nightly for six months. In three more months, he is two-thirds of the way to his goal. I still can't believe that he's two-thirds of the way to his goal, but he still hasn't won any clothes yet. I know. Yeah. Yeah, it's shocking. And we're nine months in now. Yeah. That's nine a long, months. a long time. Nine months isolated in apartment. Nine months not really talking to anyone. Yeah. Nine months no clothes. Nine months no modern amenities. Could go insane. And maybe he did. Right. During these next three months, leading up to nine months, he, he puts out another, another 17,000 entries. So... 17,000 entries. seems to me a, he's about kept up his pace. They said 38,000 in his first six months. Yeah. 17,000. So he, he's about maintained the same pace here for the next three months. Yeah. Between the six-month and nine-month mark, he won a watermelon. He won tickets to the Spice Girls movie. <laughs> And he won a VHS player. Uh, nothing, none of those things he can use. You can't do it. Well, surely the watermelon w must have just been an absolute feast. He'd have, um, he'd have um, 
probably preferred just just a picture of the Spice Girls <laughs> yeah. rather than tickets to the premiere. Isn't that awesome? He got tickets to the, the Spice, Spice Girl Girls. premiere. That's just wonderful. So yeah, after after a couple things here, he he ends up going a week with no wins. He runs out of food, and the producers come in again, right? And they relocate him again. Okay. And again, it's it's hey man, you've had a streak of bad luck, so we're gonna we're gonna move. <laughs> it, you it's again. geography that's determining that you're not winning anything. So let's move. You. We don't know why, but yeah. you seem to be rather unlucky. Yeah. <laughs> Of <laughs> uh, finally, he won a PlayStation. Okay. He plays it for like four days straight. Yeah. And then he realizes this is a major distraction. Yeah. I can't do the magazine entries if I'm playing the PlayStation. Fair enough. He sort of bans himself from it. But interestingly, this makes it one of the very first, if not the first, live streamed video games. Live streaming video games is huge now. Massive. Like, yeah, it's a, it's a it's a huge thing, and this was one of the very first ones, which yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah. He also won a tent. A camping tent. So now he can sleep in that so people can't see him naked while he sleeps. It's true. He sets up the tent in the apartment. He's checking it out. But he ends up taking it down because it's not a lot of space for him. He can't do his victory dance when he wins a prize, you know? <laughs> I could just imagine him doing his victory dance. I know. Just naked. <laughs> a naked victory dance. We've all done that. I wake up naked and do a victory dance because I'm, I'm alive, baby. It's a gratitude dance. So all this guy does for you know the last nine months, all he did was sleep, ate what little food he could. At some point, he ate dog food. Oh. He's answering the door, hope, hope, hoping for a knock on the door, hoping for a phone call. It's kind of like all he did, and he's yeah. filling out these entries. Yeah. Now we get to December. He started in January. It's be a year. We're at December. He won a set of tires, a gift voucher, and a small bag of rice which put him just over his goal. So just over the million yen. Yep. After 335 days. He won. He won his million yen. The ratings, 17 million viewers. The show was popular. It was lucrative. Yeah. He doesn't even know how famous he is. Yeah. No idea. And after he wins, the producers say, congratulations. You've won the competition. Yeah. We're going to fly you out to Korea and you're going to get to go to a carnival in Korea to celebrate. Right. So they blindfold him, and they put him in another room in Korea. To do the same thing again. So they're holding him as a prisoner. He signed himself away. Oh, that's bad. I think that's bad. The producers don't want to lose money. They're like, well, we don't want this to end yet. But has he, has he his, his waiver originally was it, we can keep you here as long as we want to. So the crime really is on... The producers, isn't it? I think absolutely, yeah. Because that's not fair. Like, sh I mean, can he leave? Or what would have happened if he decided to leave? I don't know. And also, I uh, do I probably, do I judge the public for allowing this mm. to happen and no, and no one kind of speaking up and going, hasn't this guy been through enough now? He was told that he won and we're going to fly out to Korea yeah. and it just starts all over again. So did they... Did they take him to Korea yeah. or they just put... Right, they okay. brought him to Korea. Right. They put him in a room. This room is almost identically set up as the other room in terms of the amenities and stuff that are in there. Yeah. But it also has a Korean-Japanese dictionary so that he can win enough to buy his plane ticket back to Japan. Oh. And he has to do it through Korean magazines now, oh, which he doesn't speak. speak. the language. Correct. He's trying to use a Korean to Japanese dictionary to win more magazine sweepstakes. It's not quite as much. He doesn't have to do a million yen. He just has to make enough for his, his flight, you know? Yeah. 
But at this point, he's he's like a seasoned veteran in this thing. So yeah. he kind of just gets to work, you know? Gets into the competition mode. Mm-hmm. He needs just enough money to fly himself home. And he entered 7,000 contests in two months and met his goal. So he, he managed it? He managed to get enough to pay for his flight. Right. Of course, the producers don't want the game show to end yet. They require him to upgrade to business class. They're moving the goalposts all the time. But there's a laugh track. <laughs> there's, there's music. There's funny graphics. This is funny, everyone. It's, laugh at this. This is great. They take yeah. away the laugh track. I it's know. quite tragic. He's been in three rooms in Japan. Then he goes to Korea, yeah. thinks he's won his flight. Then he has to, then he has to make 9,000 more yen to upgrade to business class. He did this, uh, his, his, his final winnings to do to upgrade to business class were two um, rare bags of tea leaves. Right. Uh, very special tea yeah, leaves, yeah. yeah. So uh, other things that he won was a, a picture frame, he won a fox skin, he won a live octopus. A fox skin? Yeah. As in like a skinned fox, yeah. the skin of it. Yeah, you know, you might make, might make it into a hat or something like that. And the live octopus. I can't say that he wore the, the fox skin, but yeah, and a live octopus. Right. Um, and which was delivered to him. Yeah. He's got a real life friend. You're right. I, mean, I didn't not, even think about that's that. That's not going to survive very long <laughs> out of the water, though, is it? So he's going <laughs> to sit there for a day and then suddenly it's just a, a mulch on the floor. After. You're right. I didn't think about that. Um, so, again, the producers blindfold him. Right. And they take him to a final room. Right. He's He thinks that he's home now, right? Yeah. They, they've 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 flown him and they've given him they've given him clothes, but as soon as they blindfold him and put him into this final room, he takes off his clothes. He doesn't like the clothes. He's so used to being nude. It's been over yeah, it's been over a year. It's yeah. been almost a year and a half. He's just turned Neanderthal. Yeah. So he he literally feels suffocated in clothes. They're itchy. Right. He takes them off immediately. Yeah. He's sitting in this room and um, all of a sudden the four walls of the room collapse. Right. And there he is in the center of a stage with thousands and thousands of people staring, laughing, pointing at him. And it legitimately takes several minutes for him to even realize what is going on. Because he's not used to even interacting with one person, really. And suddenly it's that's an assault on the senses, isn't it? Yep. In total, it was 15 months. And he's had no interaction and no clothes. So his social muscles, if you will, have completely atrophied. Gone. He can't socialize. He can't be a fucking comedian. He can't even really fit in clothes. Like he, can't, he can't feel comfortable in clothes, right? He did, in total, 75,000 applications. Wow. That was around 200 a day. Yeah, that's a lot. That's, that's all his time spent doing that. Yeah, yep. 1,250 a week. The laugh track, the silly sound effects, even during his, his worst, worst, worst moments. He doesn't know about that. He has no concept of what the product is. No, he hasn't he seen it. He just knows his experience in it. Yeah. And so he's all kinds of messed up from this. So this shows Susunu Denpa Shonen. They do three more series, three more endurance events before they're canceled in 2022. Yeah. We will follow back up with Nisubi in a minute here. Yeah. But, but the show goes on for a little while. The other seasons involve requiring someone to hitchhike from South Africa to Norway, to build a raft on a deserted island and float back to Tokyo. They required someone to sit in a pitch black 
room until their favorite baseball team wins. So the, this has been such a massive concept, they've yeah. now just taken it to the next level. That's right. Yeah. And Nisubi, even though he's really messed up, he starts to get better and he is given like some small talk show appearances that he can do. He sort of, he still works as an amateur comedian. Yeah. The show found a new home online after it was canceled in 2002. They called it Number Two Nihon Webcast. Right. But that was ultimately canceled as well. Right. Nisubi comes out with a diary, and it's called Nisubi's Prize Contest Live Diary. Right. And it does become a bestseller. I so can imagine. Good for him, right? In 2016, Nisubi achieved a lifelong dream of climbing Mount Everest. Did he? Yeah. He had, I think, four failed attempts, but by 2016, he climbs Mount Everest. And he credits his mental fortitude yeah. to the show. The producers got a lot of slack, but they didn't really admit any wrongdoing. They said, we've shown the public an authentic, beautiful slice of reality of life. You could say that, or you could say they've just tortured him for 15 months and broadcast it on national television. <laughs> I know. And, and that's, and that's okay yep. in, uh, in that in, you know in that time in japan that was okay to 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 watch that and observe that and and laugh at it so nasubi is essentially a household name yeah but he's not he he's not really like an a-list celebrity he's no. not per, per se an accomplished comedian no so he sort of gets what he was looking for from it but at at a, at a really really high cost you yeah. know yeah and um you know, after this show, we get things like Survivor, Naked yeah. and Afraid, yeah. um, fictionalized series like Squid Game. Big Brother. Big Brother. Yeah. Right. So maybe you could say this is a predecessor to those. Yeah. An intense, really extreme version of that. Mm -hmm. And from what we've learned about sort of Japanese humor, everything is quite extreme, isn't it? And I know uh, we're a comedy podcast. Yeah. This story is a bit twisted, but yeah. I'll remind you that there was a fucking laugh track, so it's hilarious. Yeah, it's okay. It works. It's it all right. It works There's a laugh track. I blame, <laughs> I blame the producers, and I definitely would have had something to say yeah. to those guys saying, you can't do this. If, if you said, oh, you're going to be there for two weeks, fine. But the fact that they let him go on for 15 months, and then they thought this is such a big show. Comedians, actors, artists are willing to do almost anything for the shot, you know? Yeah, just to get their, their day in the sun. To, yeah. get their, to get their moment to shine. And yeah, and I guess pff, who's to blame? I suppose if he's willing to do that, yeah. then uh, like we said, if he signed his waiver to say this could go on and on, then uh, there's not really a lot he can do. Yeah. But I, I definitely think there is, um, there's a price to pay for the producers there, I think. Mm. There should be some charges they should face. Yeah. If not only some compensation for him and maybe mm. people, the distressed family that may have been watching him yeah. suffer that. So that's our story, and it's a perfect time to announce that for the next episode, you and I will be locked naked in an apartment. <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna have to enter some, some sweepstakes, but we're, we're sticking to the cereal boxes, okay? Yeah, cereal boxes, but we'll, we'll just, we'll be naked with a, with a Bunsen burner and a bag of uncooked rice. And our eggplants. Yeah, and egg, yeah, and a couple of eggplants just covering our nether regions. Mate, that was a great story. If you were in Japan in 1998, do you think you'd be tuning in? I, I have a feeling that you and I would both probably be tuning in. Yeah, I probably would have. Yeah, <laughs> I would. I would, definitely. I, I would have watched it for sure. Yeah. I would have got bored after a year, though, of watching mm. it. I don't think I'd have watched it every day for a year, but, mate. Good luck to him in his future, and congratulations on the Mount Everest climb. Was he naked when he climbed Mount Everest? <laughs>
His physical body can survive hypothermia being naked on Mount Everest. Just the, 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 that's how finely tuned he is now. Oh, red. We'll see you on the next one with our special guests, Garrett and Brian from Unity. Mate, see you on the next episode. Adios. Good. That's, 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 that's. Too fucking good to be true crime. That's all good shit.